if something's not changing weekly, that's a slow week for you or for Pickleball. Uh, but stuff is changing weekly and monthly, and so there's so many different moving pieces. All I know is that it's going to continue to grow. Uh, we're going to have exponential growth. I mean, if you look at the participation numbers, the paddle sales numbers, everything like that, everything is just shooting upwards. Um, it's so fun to be a part of. Welcome back to the Future of Pickleball. We've got a very, very fun guest today. We have the one of the OGs of Pickleball, one of the earliest, longest-term pros in the game, one of the most involved businessmen in the game of Pickleball, and now a future developer in Pickleball, Tyler Loom. Welcome to, this, welcome to the Future of Pickleball. Thanks for having me on, Paul. Cool. I, uh, I uh, have known you a while. It's been kind of fun getting to know you, but the biggest thing that has interested me about you is how entrepreneurial you've been. But before we get into that, let's the viewers know a little bit about your background. I know you were a BYU tennis player, but kind of bring us up to speed with how you got into us and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so as you kind of stated, uh, I've been playing pickleball for quite a while. I'm one of the oldest uh, pros that have been playing. I'm 31 years old. I'm from Utah. I did play tennis at BYU. Um, from there, I started playing pickleball, just fell in love with it, and have been playing pickleball since. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> now, um, I know you're involved with quite a few different sponsors, and I know you have been more than the typical pro relationship with some of your sponsors. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, definitely. I like to work with all different types of companies, sponsors, people, everything like that. So if you're ever interested in hooking up, feel free to reach out to me. Um, yeah, it's just uh, part of the game. Um, it brings in extra income. It's fun to be a part of. Um, there's so many new companies and new sponsors out there looking to grow their exposure, and they just don't know the right way to do it. And so it's been fun uh, collaborating and working with these different companies. Very nice. Very nice. Um, the, one of the things that we talk about on this show particularly is we love to talk pickleball, but we really also like to talk about what the trajectory is. I like getting people like yourself with a lot of background, and now you're even involved in the court development business with Pickler. How is that working for you? Oh, it's been awesome. Um, yeah, so as you said, I'm a part owner in the Pickler. Uh, we have indoor facilities. We have seven open at the moment. Um, most of them have anywhere from eight to 15 indoor courts. Um, it's strictly pickable at the moment. A lot of people think we're similar to chicken and pickle. Um, those guys do quite a bit more food and beverage, but we're just a strictly a pickleball club. And so far it's done extremely well. And we're hoping, we're planning on expanding to anywhere from 10 to 50 locations in the next uh, one to two years. And so uh, we're super excited on the growth of Pickleball and putting these locations hopefully in a town near you. Cool. Well, here we are. We're sitting in Mesa, Arizona at the MLP. Um, you're on a team that's just rocking things so far. Tell us about a little bit of your perceptions of the difference between the standard PPA single player or doubles mixed men's or, or mixed or men's doubles and this team environment. 
Yeah, so MLP, most people know it's a rally scoring, so it's a little bit different than the traditional um, side out scoring. Uh, it makes for great uh, viewership. There's a lot of fans here. They love it. It makes a lot of the games a lot closer. Um, the points seem to be really close, really tight, because every point really matters in this format when you're only playing to 21 points. Um, so yeah, it's a different uh, perspective, different mindset going into these games, and you're seeing a lot of upsets, which is fun to see. Now, as a viewer, and this is my fourth MLP, so I, I love the format from a spectator standpoint, it appears to me that, that there's a, a gravity that the players are feeling playing in a team environment as opposed to playing individually or just with a partner. Is that the perception that's correct? Definitely, yeah, I think you're spot on, Paul. Um, these team sports, I mean, while you do technically have a partner um, when you're playing in a traditional tournament, it's just a little bit different when you have more than two or three other people on the sidelines cheering you on. You've got an owner, a GM, and just family members of the other teammates. And so, yeah, you really have a strong backing um, in this uh, MLP format. And so it's fun to be a part of. And so now as a 31-year-old, you're kind of right in the middle of the pack age-wise. What do you see as the uh, sort of the projected life cycle of a, of a pro pickleball player these days? I think that's the great question. Uh, we're all trying to uh, find the answer to. Uh, one of the beauty, uh, one of the things that's beautiful about pickleball is that you don't have to be as agile as you might need to be for basketball or football or some of these other sports. You look at Matt Wright, he's, I believe, uh, around 44, 45 or so, and he's still at the top of the game. I think he, he ended his uh, ranking 2022, maybe number three or number four. Um, so that's a very impressive feat uh, for him to do. And so I think there's a lot of variables that go into it. The game, it is trending downward in age. And so you're seeing a lot of younger players come to, into the sport. But I think if you're a smart and talented player, I think you're still able to compete with the best. Very nice, very nice. Now, where you came from a tennis background, you moved into a, a, a pickleball space. You, you're spending your whole life professionally in the sport of pickleball. How does that affect a family life? Definitely, yeah. So I come from a very unique uh, position, um, I guess. I actually first started working um, for Escalade Sports, who owns Onyx. And so I worked for them for a couple of years. And so I had a very unique situation in that I was able to compete on the pro, uh, pro scene. And then also all of my travel and everything like that was covered by this company because it was for work purposes. And so I was able to compete and everything like that. And then finally, when I got to a certain level, then I was able to switch over and uh, do it full time. And so I think that kind of helped me in more of the business sense. I was able to deal with a lot of a lot of the big box stores and just kind of talk with them, see how things operated, see how sales worked, uh, what worked for them, what didn't work for them, marketing, uh, different campaigns and stuff like that. And so it was great for me to have that experience for a couple of years before I went full, full on into pickleball. Cool. You know, the last area that I really want to kind of delve into with you, um, when I, in my travels, I spend a lot of time trying to promote youth in coming into pickleball. And I arrived in beautiful St. George, Utah, and every kid I met, <laughs> all they told me about was this guy, Tyler Loom. Yes. Tyler Loom, the OG. Yeah. How did you, what, what's that passion come from? I paid them to say that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I 
not to come off creepy or anything, but I enjoy working with kids. Um, they're always fun. They have a lot of jokes, and it's just fun to help the kids learn a new sport, a new fun sport. And so, yeah, I've always uh, tried to help kids around the area, get them free or discounted paddles, and just kind of help them grow the game. Because it, it seems, I mean, the number of pro athletes in the sport of pickleball that we've got coming out of Utah yeah. is endless. Yeah. And it is, it's, I think your, I think your work has paid off. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm extremely biased, I know that, but I really think uh, Utah has some of the best pickleball in the, in the world um, for everything, for amateurs and also for pros. Uh, my current MLP team right now, three out of the four players are from Utah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and so we're all within 10 miles of each other, and so um, it's just very coincidence, but um, there's a lot of good players in Utah. That's a cool practice group. Yeah, it is. We just got to get out there and actually make it happen. <laughs> so one of the things that I try and find myself probing with the people that are really making this sport move and go is looking forward <clears throat> two, three years down the road, any thoughts or visions or fantasies that you'd like to see happen with pickleball? It, honestly, I mean, you're, in, you're involved in the game, and it's hard to think that far down the road because if you're involved in pickleball, you're knowing and noticing that things are changing literally weekly. If something's not changing weekly, that's a slow week for you or for pickleball. Uh, but stuff is changing weekly and monthly, and so there's so many different moving pieces. All I know is that it's going to continue to grow. Uh, we're going to have exponential growth. I mean, if you look at the participation numbers, the paddle sales numbers, everything like that, everything is just shooting upwards. Um, it's so fun to be a part of. Um, I would imagine the prize money is going to get better for uh, pro pickleball players. Uh, sponsors are going to get better. There's going to be more and more. Uh, we're already starting to see kind of Nike and these big, big, uh, well-known uh, companies come into the sport. I would imagine we'll start seeing it in collegiate uh, college, which is extremely exciting for me um, to see. I really like seeing that growth because once it hits college, um, it's really going to have a strong effect downwards. In terms of college? In terms of participation, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Yep. Well, Tyler, I want to say thank you so much for joining us. No worries, thanks for having me out. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you we were going to have a fun interview today. <laughs> Tyler's a good one.